When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. Broncos live coming to you from the DNVR bar on the corner of Colfax and York in beautiful Denver, Colorado. And it is most certainly the calm before the storm in here today, boys. <laughs> Good day to wow. win a championship. Great day to win a championship. <sighs> um, I so I have been thinking a lot as we were just kind of talking about off air about Avs game five last year. Mm-hmm. Um, Everyone put too much pressure on it. Okay. So me personally, I'm putting no pressure on this game. Mm, that's going to uh, probably help him win. I think so too. Yeah, yeah, it's, it's really good. Uh, do you feel like there's more pressure or, or the same amount of pressure on the Nuggets this year for game five? Oh, there's massive pressure. And I think there should be. Like you have a chance mm. to win this at home. Like you get, to, you get to win in yep. front of your fans. Yep. Like you get to see people screaming and like go and say like the party in that arena after they win. It would be, I mean, what? There's there's only been one other title that's ever been won in Denver. Yep, it would be the biggest party, second biggest party in Denver history. Like, I think that's massive. No, it would probably be the biggest. That I is think just, so too. That is crazy that there's only been one championship won in Denver. Yeah. With and like, how, how many are we talking? We're talking six? Yeah. Six championships and only one's been in Denver. Now, obviously, football, it's going to be really say, tough. No football but. could be in there, and that includes even, like, the Buffs National Championship. Mm-hmm. That was even in Florida, which is right. Exactly. Right. Um, but that's in Florida. Yep. Two Avs in Florida. Two Avs in Florida. Uh, Broncos, Broncos, Broncos in, Florida. in Florida. They're all in yep. Florida. Yep. And not just Florida, pretty much Miami. Yeah. Yeah. And yeah. if it's game six, Florida. Yep. Miami. Miami. <laughs> yeah. It's crazy, but um, to me, like, I don't know, last year I was, I was like, I just got ahead of myself. And mm-hmm. I think other people are too, but I think if, as long as I don't, yeah. they'll be okay. Yeah, okay. Well, there okay. we go. So bringing it home tonight. Like last year, I was like, all right, we got to plan out. Like, how are we going to get downtown after they win? Blah, yeah. blah, blah. I'm like, I'm just like, well, if they win, I'll figure it out. You'll figure it out. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, you well, and everyone else will be heading downtown. I want to be here for a while. 
Last year, uh, I left too soon. Really? Yeah, I, I don't think it'll. I, I don't think the bar will like clear out right away. Well, I was so excited to get down downtown, and then I got there, and it was just like twenty-one-year-old kids who just moved here from Chicago and <laughs> California. <laughs> it was. That and fireworks, like there's people like throwing off fireworks in the street. The walk all the way down there was incredible. I don't know. You sound like I, a boomer. You Ryan. do sound like a boomer. I, I, Those damn twenty one year olds from out of state. <laughs> well, it's just like here is where all the yeah, fans, yeah, the, the yeah. realists of the real. Of course, yeah, absolutely. So that that's where I want to be. That's why I'm surprised you're already talking about leaving. Whenever it may be. <laughs> uh, uh, I got called be. out for the. My shorts today. I was looking before on the monitor. I was like, oh, probably should cross my legs when the show starts. Totally forgot. Got roasted as I deserved. Because you're wearing shorts? Oh, and they kind of ride up when you sit down. Mm. But again, like, I don't know. You've yeah, never I've seen, seen a, a lot of leg. But, I mean, it's just like any other leg. Trying to be Greg Dulcich? That's what they said. <laughs> yeah. I, and no, I'm not. You're like the West Ham coach in the finale of Ted Lasso over there? I have. I stopped. I stopped during the second season. Damn. I watched the finale last night, and I have to say, like, my sports emotions are already on high. Watching that, whew. Did you shed a tear? One tear? One? A lot of tears. Wow. I would say I shed an average of one tear per minute. Wow. At least. How do you shed one tear per minute? I'm just saying, like, that cumulatively. Yeah, Like, there's, be. like, eight different scenes in there that would make you cry. Wow. So I was like, you know... Like I shed enough tears in those minutes to cover the ones where I wasn't. Mm, that's fair. That's fair. So I don't. I don't know. I don't need to be sad because of TV. It's not sad. It's happy. Sad. I don't right? need to cry yeah. because of TV or happy tears. I love crying, man. Are you wow. crying? Do you cry after cry. championships? Oh yeah. Oh definitely. I I've been crying like I was crying this morning. I cried thinking about tonight. <laughs> I cried during the national anthem while I was there at game one. Uh, well, uh, yep. yeah. So no Sean Moreno. Yep, no style. Sean. Yeah. <laughs> It's just a great way. It's a great feeling, man. I'll never. I always think about uh, Jimmy V's speech. If you laugh, you think you cry. That's a good day. There we go. Wow. There. Are you thinking right now? Um, I'm Not trying really. to. No. Yeah, I had a hell of a weekend. <laughs> thinking is hard. <laughs> wow. Should we dive into some thinking? Yeah, let's do make it. you think on this one and so, try to make him cry too. That'd be a gift. Well, I've never cried on air. With this conversation, crying would probably be sad tears. It. Probably wouldn't uh -oh. be happy tears. Uh, doesn't have to be happy tears. Although Garrett Bowles wants to make some people cry sad tears. Not us. We've seen, he wants us to cry happy tears. We've seen Garrett Bowles cry. Um, yeah. yeah, the ankle. Right? Yeah, yeah. Yep, on the cart. Driving I was thinking like cart. when he got drafted. Oh, yep, there's that one Probably too. Probably that too. Bowles is a very emotional person. Yep, he is. Um, in a very passionate way. I mean that in a good way. Yep. Uh, and Garrett Bowles was very passionate when we talked to him at the end of last week following OTAs, and he was talking about his quarterback, Russell Wilson. Don't you dare say a bad thing about his quarterback, Russell Wilson. And Garrett was... Passionate as can be last week when we talked to him, talked about so many different things, and he was giving one-word answers and then giving two-minute-long answers, just depending. And typically, you don't see that. Typically, see one guy come up and give one-word answers for the whole thing or two-minute answers for every single thing, but it showed his passion specifically for Russell Wilson. Let's just play a clip from that press conference just to show you what, what Garrett had to say about Russ, his quarterback. Um, I think he's phenomenal. You know, you guys write the stories, so, you know, the fire goes when, where you guys write. And that's just reality. But we knew who he was as a person. Um, I've known him very personal. I love him dearly. Um, I think he's 
one of the greatest quarterbacks in the game in the last 10 years. I mean, stats don't lie. Um, just because you have one rough season, you can't you know, dictate your type of guy and his personality and what he goes through. Um, you know, I was angry with everything that came out because I love him dearly. I take it very personal. Like I do, um, or us here, and so um, you know when you put when you put a heart on the line, um, and you know you're focused, and you know things go rocky, um, you know you look like the bad guy, but he's not. Um, he's a great dude. You know he's the same guy every single day. Works his butt off, um, and you know I'm ready for that stuff to go away. Um, and when it goes, you know everyone's gonna eat crow. Take that, haters. Take that, Richard Sherman. Take that, former Seahawks players that have talked crap about Russell Wilson, but. I guess they don't have to take it right now because right now he hasn't turned it around. Yep. This is a weird place for me to be. Mm. Um, I love when the haters eat crow. Uh, it's a beautiful, beautiful thing. It's been happening a lot it's in the past few months in Denver. Lately. The par- problem for me is I'm closer to them than I am to Garrett right now. Mm, about how you view Russell Wilson. Yeah, exactly. Like I'm certainly Damn. not a Russell Wilson hater by any stretch of the mind, but I am a Russell Wilson I'm scared. Yeah. I don't know how to yeah. put it. I, I'm I'm scared uh, for Russell Wilson. So like, <laughs> I'm I'm normally like, yeah, watch this. You are gonna eat crow. Now I'm like, I hope no one's like watching <laughs> the Broncos um, because I just don't. I don't have any confidence right now. So I would love to get there, and I would love to be where Garrett is, and I respect that he is doing that because I think Russell Wilson needs some people to build him up, like. This is random things that I think about in the shower, but I was thinking about this in the shower today, and I was like, I think it would help Russell Wilson if Sean Payton on the podium one day was just like, I think Russ is going to win the MVP this year. Watch. 100%. Absolutely. And, and like, he just, I want people to build him up. So I love that Garrett is uh, injecting his quarterback with confidence. Um, I want someone to inject me with confidence in Russell Wilson. Um, because I, I'm not there yet. Well, I think there's only one person that can do that, and that's Russell Wilson <laughs> on the field come September, October, November, and December this year. And unfortunately, a lot of people responded to these comments from Garrett Bowles by saying, we saw nearly the exact same thing said from Garrett Bowles last year, one year ago. Not the same thing, but along the similar lines. And remember when Russell Wilson got here and Garrett Bowles said, man, Russell's been hit way too much. He's not going to be touched here. And then what happened? Russ went out and led the league in sacks mm-hmm. last year. And that's his offensive line's fault. That's Russ's fault. That's Nathaniel Hackett's fault. It, it was everyone's fault. But it's like, man, Garrett came out and said this bold, awesome thing that people were able mm-hmm. to rally around and run with. And it was the complete opposite. So now Garrett comes out and says this. Are we supposed to believe it right now? And, and that's, again, why people are just like, <clears throat> Wait until I, I'm not going to get hyped until we actually see it happen. And in Garrett's defense, he only played five games, so it's not much he could have done about it. Mm. Um, but yeah, I don't know. There's, I think there's like a fine line between the people who said Russell Wilson is playing bad right now and like Russell Wilson is washed, yeah, like he's yeah, done. Yeah, that, yeah. And so like you don't have to eat crow for saying, oh, he had a bad year because obviously he had a bad year. Like there's no arguing that, but. It's all the people who say, oh, he's done, he's cooked. And those people are usually just like the talk show. Right. You know, it's just, it, we see it with the Jokic too. It's just the Skip Bayless, whatever. It'd be a lot of fun. I, we'll so see Henry, what happens. Do, do you think that he's not cooked? He just had a bad year. He's not washed. <sighs> I don't know. I don't know. 
I don't have like a strong opinion either way. Nothing would surprise me. If he bounces back and he's good, there you go. If he doesn't, like I don't think any either one of those things is more likely than the other. But you're saying the people that are saying he's washed or the the talk show people that want the headlines, mm-hmm. yet you're not willing to say that he's not. So isn't this it- is a talk show? <laughs> but what I'm we're giving takes. We're I'm not just reporting. You, I'm right well, there with Henry. I, I'm not confident enough in Russ yeah. to say he's not. But that's not as bad as saying he is. Yeah. And if I have to eat crow, because I'm sure at some point I said, "Wow, Russ might be done." Hey, there we go. I was wrong. But I don't know that I've said that too firmly at any point. But I, I mean, it was rough last year. I bet at some point I said something. Yeah. I mean, it, everyone thought it. Guarantee you that. Um, you could be the biggest Russell Wilson believer in the world, whether that's his mom or Sierra. The thought crossed your mind at some point. Exactly. Shit, he might be done. Yeah, 100%. And now we're sitting here in June. We feeling a lot better about Russ and the chances of him bouncing back after six months away from it. We haven't seen Russ on the field. We haven't seen that offense on the field in six months. And they've also got some boots. They've got the Sean Payton boots. They've got, uh, you know, spending over 200 million dollars this offseason over 150 million on just the offensive line this offseason so there's a lot of reasons to be optimistic but I think the separation from seeing Russ on the field has certainly made us feel better because I think in January you know we were having the conversations of do you take a hundred million dollar dead cap hit this year Mm -hmm. to move on from Russ that's how bad it was in the moment. And so I think we've softened on that a little bit because of a lot of things that have happened. But what does it actually have to look like on the field this year for Russ to have a bounce back? And then maybe a step further for Russ to have his critics eat crow. What does that have to look like? But first, I got to tell you about our friends over at Bacchus and Shanker. Garrett is also coming off uh, a broken leg. And if you are to break your leg crossing the street in a car accident and a pedestrian accident, you got to call our friends over at Bax and Shanker. For any sort of injury accident that you're in, give them a call because they are going to work with you. A free consultation. It's free when you're going through your trial with them. You only pay them when they win for you, and they have won for people here in Colorado. Over a billion dollars. That's significantly more than the Broncos paid in contracts this offseason. That's how much money they've won for their clients. So call them at 222-2222 or check them out over at coloradolaw.net. If you have any sort of injury accident, they are the people to go to. That's Bacchus and Shanker, 222-2222. And go see our friends at, uh, honestly, one of my absolute favorite partners. This is uh, This is a place that, honestly, at this point, I cannot live without bolo sports mm. which is awesome um we've got a whole bunch of uh, sports things ryan i saw that you were uh you were kicking some ball no you you got somebody out that's what it was you got somebody <clears throat> out in the kickball but kickball league yeah i'm i'm pretty good at cup and hand kickball first Apparently. time i ever played it i'm good <laughs> but you Apparently. only recorded one out that was it well i didn't record anything that would be hard um but that'd be two hands <laughs> exactly um there were some of- highlights of me on twitter Wait, what? It, you didn't yeah. record any outs? What do you oh, mean? Well, you're wait, thinking exactly. of recording an out as in like in the scorebook. I'm talking about recorded. Oh, no. I, yeah, 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 yeah. No, I, rec- I had a hell of a game. <laughs> yeah. All, the only thing is like I'm I'm the pitcher. Uh, my oh. pitching stats probably weren't good. Mm. Oh. But I guess if you count errors, I probably had like zero earned runs. That's probably pretty cool. There you go. The kickball is a sneaky tough one to me because... 
I feel like it actually takes a lot of practice to know where to kick the ball. Like, because I always show up. Exactly. But I just show up and it's like, okay, I just got to kick this thing really hard and good things will happen. That's not how it works. Like, you need to know where you're going with that thing. Like all sports, you just look out in the field, find the weak link and kick it to them. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Who who was the weak link? On our team? Yeah. Um, I don't know. Oh, come on. One he, defensive weak link. He's, he's, he's trying to be a leader right now, not uh, throw anyone under the bus. Yeah. Be Joel. <clears throat> we had... Uh, Shouldn't it be you? Defense Sh- needed some work. Shouldn't it start with you? Shouldn't you say, mm. you know, I, I need to be better, and then the people around me will be better? We already heard he had zero Like, errors. if you're a leader... So, like, lying. <laughs> <laughs> so, tell us the truth and pick a weak link, please. No, there is no uh, weak links. Uh, the other team just hit it in the right spots. Wow, you said there were errors back there, though. Yeah, you even said, ah. true. Okay, well, first we'll of s- all, it's at least I. It appears from my view as the pitcher, it seems really hard to catch the ball with one hand in a beer. I would think so. Wow. Um, okay. So I can't put too much blame on the on the folks. Imagine well, one's it, drilled right at you as well, a pitcher. That did happen to me, uh, and I just popped it up in the yeah. air, and then Lindsay caught it. Oh wow! Is that an error on you for no. not catching it? No, because it was an out. You can't get an error and an out in the same play. <laughs> you definitely can. You can get an error. Not you know when there's an out. You can't have an on error on a on a caught ball. You could have an error and get someone out a different way. Mm, okay, fair, fair. So you're perfect. Um, and everyone else on the team sucks, but he won't tell yep. us who. That's a tough one. I I think our team is we great, and we're did gonna we win? win. And we're gonna win. No. Um, we're going to win our next game. We did, though. It's two. This is what's sick about Volo. It's a two-layer uh, game. After you finish kickball, you come back to the DNVR bar and you play Flip Cup, <laughs> which we won. Um, so kickball is worth two points. Flip Cup was worth one. So, you know, we uh, we didn't go scoreless on the day. Man, and that's the cool thing about Volo is if you're involved in Volo specifically uh, it, it, by us, it, you're just coming to the bar right after. And uh, you get two and one. Yep. What a steal. And uh, they have a bunch of other great deals going as well. Well, actually, there's one really big one that you should get in on. $20 a month, and you can show up to all of their uh, pickup games, um, which they have all over the place. There's like darts things, there's basketball things, all that, and pickups, drop-ins, tournaments, all that stuff. $20 $20 a month or $200 a year. There's also a beta version for $10 a month for three months. If you want to check that out, they're all over Denver, um, all the way to like Arvada. And I don't even know which of these places are the furthest, but the far out suburbs. Um, so definitely do that and definitely use the code DMVR10 for $10 off at www.volosports.com slash Denver. I do have to give a shout out for to vote. Um, he definitely got like the effort award of the game. Dude was on the ground for half the game, just laying out, diving, yeah. sliding into bases. How do you do that with a beer in hand? Well, that's the thing. You don't uh, <laughs> normally, but he he did. He did. Um, the rule is at the end of the play, you have to have the bottom of your cup covered in okay. liquid. Okay. Um, or else it's an out. Or else, well, let's say like you make a sick catch, but you spilled. No, no catch. Mm. Or you run, you hit a home run, but you get to home plate and your cup's empty. No, no home run. Dang, wow. dang, wow. I love it. Yep. So a guy actually had a sick diving catch on me, and then I had to run out there to check his cup, and I, he had enough. He had enough. Wow. wow. Oh wow. So it was counted. Yep. Dang. Wow. Yep. All right. Anyways, um, Russell Wilson. Yeah. What would he have to do 
to consider this a bounce back season. Honestly, I think this would be like in the comeback player of the year conversation. And then what would he have to do to probably win comeback player of the year or be in the MVP conversation and really make his haters eat crow? Well, help me out here. Which one would this fall under? Because I've got a stat line for you that I think is pretty spot on for one of these categories. How about 64.6% completion, 3,700 passing yards, 28 passing touchdowns, and nine interceptions with a hundred quarterback rating. Can you read it one more time for me? A hundred passer rating. Okay. Sixty-four point six completion percentage. Okay. Thirty-seven hundred passing yards. Mm -hmm. Twenty-eight touchdowns. Nine interceptions. Are those his career stats? That would uh, win guess. comeback player of the year. That would win comeback player of the year. Yep. Uh, that's what Russell Wilson has averaged in his career, including okay, yeah. last year. That includes last year's down year. That's what Russ just if he's an average player. That yeah. includes his rookie year, too. That includes his down year, what people said two years ago. 3,700 yards, 28 passing touchdowns, nine interceptions. I don't think that wins MVP uh, at, at all for Russ, but I do think that's definitely in the conversation for comeback player of the year, and I think people are eating crow then. I also put together a stat line that actually turned out to be pretty similar. 64%, um, which is up from 16.5%, uh, completions... 3,950 yards up from 3524, uh, 21 touchdowns up from 16, 10 interceptions to have 11. That's a line that I came up with um, that I think will be his stats if he plays at the exact same level this year, just because you know he has the, up, uh, the upgrade offensive line. He has Sean Payton because he has Tim Patrick. And so there's a little bit of a difference, like more touchdowns on yours and, and Less interception, a couple little details, but I think that that's pretty close to what I would expect just because what is around him would be so much better. Man, to me, that is he's not eating crow, uh, or people aren't eating crow with that 21 touchdowns and 10 interceptions. Oh, okay, okay. I thought you were talking about the arena. no, no, I, I think the one that I said it people are eating crow with that, and I do think he's in the conversation for comeback player of the year, just DeMar Hamlin throws me off of if he's going to win it or not. Um, but this one, 21 touchdowns, 10 interceptions. You're saying... Uh, People are saying, oh yeah, Sean Payton got the best out of a wash quarterback. Exactly. And that's kind of, Henry, what you are building is you built that by saying he's still going to be the level he played out last mm -hmm. year, but Sean's just going to bump him up a little bit. That would be... Uh, man, do you think Sean Payton can get that from any quarterback? 21 touchdowns and 10 interceptions. What did he get from Jameis? Um, he actually <clears throat> did an incredible job that year. I'll pull the quarterback numbers up because it wasn't just Jameis. Four quarterbacks started for them in 2021. Um, and I don't remember the numbers off the top of my head, so let me pull them up. Okay. Uh, while we're talking about mm -hmm. that, if you notice I was a little distracted, it's because I was looking up the definition or the origin of eating crow. We oh, just said wow. it so many times that it started yeah. to sound so weird to me. <laughs> um, so here you go. Uh Eating crow is a colloquial idiom, idiom used in some English-speaking countries. That means humiliation by admitting having been proven wrong after taking a strong position, of course. But here it goes. The exact origin is unknown, but it probably began with an American story published around 1850 about a huh. dim-witted New York farmer who had to eat crow um, after he was like wrong about something. So, mm -hmm. of course, eating crow sounds gross, just like eating your words. Huh. Maybe tough to swallow. I would guess that he was saying like, oh, no, these chickens I'm raising, they're going to be awesome. You're, you guys are totally wrong. 
these are going to be great. But then since they didn't turn out to be great, he was like, oh, I guess I got to eat a crow. You know, like that's all he had mm. left to eat. I bet that's the story. I'm it's weird how like loose they don't they can't really tell you how this uh, originated. See, that makes, I, I mean, didn't we read a definition last week where one of the words we had to Google in the definition yes. when you lost me when you said colloquial idiot idiom <laughs> colloquial idiom idiot like what 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 the hell are we doing here? Idiom means phrase. Yep. Uh, colloquial and, means kind of like passed down, like. Right. So a passed down I don't phrase. Even know. So you lost me. I was just stuck on those two words. Yeah, it's kind of hard to. You're right. We kind of would have to. It's like a, that's kind of messed up on it's like a folk, on the dictionary folky phrase. The phrase appears around 1850 in the United States. is presumed to have derived from a story that appeared in the Saturday Evening Post in 1850 about a farmer who was challenged by his boarders to eat a crow. Oh. The original phrase was to eat boiled crow. Today, the term has been steamlined to eat crow. Related terms are eats crow, ate crow, eating crow. Huh. So, uh, still tough. I wonder what countries yeah, say this. Does tough. it say? Because it said some English-speaking countries. Uh, it didn't. Can we get the origin? The uh, I tried pronunciation? The, the, I see, I I'm, tried I'm to just get as lost as ever before. <laughs> um, okay, so I got those numbers for, for, for you. In 2021, after Drew Brees retired, Sean Payton's only year without Drew Brees as the head coach, Here's what his quarterbacks did collectively. And when I'm saying his quarterbacks, you know who started the most games for... This can't be right. Andy Dalton? Andy Dalton was not on the team. It must have been the next year. Taysom the Hill year before? started games next at year. quarterback for them. Um, I can't get the exact number because he also started at other positions. Um, Jameis Winston started games. Ian Book started oh, one game pride of Notre Dame. for him. And Trevor Simeon. Pride of the Denver Broncos started four games for the Saints. So Taysom Hill, Ian Book, Jameis Winston, and Trevor Simeon are the four guys. Here's what they did collectively. 58.1% completion, worst in the NFL. Passing yards, 3,437, worst in the NFL. Now, 29 touchdowns. 29 passing touchdowns. That would be the most that a Denver Bronco has had since, since 2014. Yep. 2014. Mm-hmm. And 13 interceptions, yeah. which isn't great, but I don't think that was worse than the league. It, it was close to there, but 29 touchdowns, 13 interceptions for a passer rating of 84.7. So, obviously... Two of the stats are worse than the NFL, but 29 touchdowns, 13 interceptions. He did with four different quarterbacks named Jameis Winston, Ian Book, Trevor Simeon, and Taysom Hill. Like, why can't Russ get to that? He should. Please. Yeah, he shouldn't. And I wouldn't say um, that season that the Saints had, like, markedly better weapons than the Broncos have. I I would completely know. That was the terrible year. That's when Um, they had nobody. That That's was Marcus when, Callaway yep. going. Yeah. yeah. Marcus Callaway, 698 receiving yards. That led the team. Then you had uh, Deontay Hardy with the second most catches, and Alvin Kamara was the third best receiver on the team. Receiver, and he was a running back. Wow. Yeah. yeah. That's uh honestly, that should be the the Mendoza line this year for for us. If he falls under it, he's washed. Yeah, and that's why 21 touchdowns and 10 interceptions would just be like, man, I feel like you squeezed everything out of Russ, and he is he is washed. Well, that would be concerning to me, yeah. I mean, you're mm-hmm. looking for a much more prolific stat line when Sean Payton's your coach. 
And man, I don't know. I would, I, I hope I'm looking back at this conversation saying, man, we were, we had so little faith. Mm -hmm. We're so wrong. Serve me a plate of boiled crow. (laughs) Uh, But it's, it's hard to say, it's hard to sit here and say like, yep, I believe in Russ. I believe in Sean Payton. It's all going to work out. Things are going to be great. And so when you think of stats and what's realistic, what's not, what's an elite touchdown to interception ratio for a quarterback I in a season? I don't even know. I'd say five to one. That's, that'd be, I mean, that's like MVP type stuff. Isn't that what elite is? If that's M- what MVP you mean, then level? yeah. Yeah. How yeah. many people can be elite at once? Um, Three-ish. Okay. I, I would guess three guys didn't have five to one last year. Um, 25 and five. Yeah, uh, it'd be cl- there's no way. There's no way. Yeah, no way, huh? Um, okay, then what would you say it is? Um, I would probably say over three and a half to one. Over three and a half to one. Okay, mm-hmm. that's fair. Um, and last year it looks like that was kind of the line was three and a half to one to to be mm-hmm. elite. Joe Burrow, thirty five touchdowns, twelve interceptions. Josh Allen, thirty five touchdowns, fourteen interceptions. Patrick Mahomes, forty one touchdowns, twelve interceptions. You did have Jared Goff, twenty nine touchdowns, seven interceptions, which mm-hmm. uh, definitely beats the that. Impressive. And other thing about Jared Goff, just real quick. We talked about him before, like almost 4,500 passing yards last year. You know who his second leading receiver was? Who? Khalif Raymond. Wow. <laughs> he was number that two is... in receiving yards on that team. And, and, Friend. Isn't that crazy? And since we're talking All about pro last year, since we're talking Returner. about Jared wow. Goff, I threw those stats out about Russ's career average 28 touchdowns, nine, 10 intercepts. What'd I say? 20, 29 touchdowns, eight interceptions, nine interceptions. Last year, 3,700 yards. Uh, 64% completion. Jared Goff last year, 65% completion, 4,400 yards, 29 touchdowns, seven interceptions. Yeah, great year. In- incredible. Mm-hmm. Um, and so that's why Jared Goff actually did have a fantastic year last year. Oh, yeah. Now you just have to, just like with Russ, you have to decide, was that kind of a one-off year? Or is that who Jared Goff is in this new system? Was last year a one-off year? Or is that what Russell is, Wilson is without uh, uh, Pete Carroll? coaching him absolutely and i think again offensively like just in terms of yeah like offensive play calling and that sort of thing Pete carroll is significantly lower on on you know the totem pole he's a defensive coach yeah exactly exactly. so you're not going to be leaving uh you shouldn't be leaving this season saying like oh yeah like Pete carroll was just better at getting the most Mm -hmm. out of russ uh, than Sean Payton could like no it's if if Russ is great this year Sean Payton deserves a lot of credit yes 100 percent. Russ mm-hmm. is terrible this year Sean Payton doesn't deserve that much blame and I think that's exactly one of the reasons why Sean was not bothered by taking over a team with Russell Wilson is because if he can revive him then he gets all the credit if not he wasn't the one that traded for Russell Wilson he wasn't the one that yeah. gave mm-hmm. Russell Wilson the contract so he's gonna have no ties to him and I think he's made it very clear I'm gonna keep Russ at an arm's length away. Yep. I'm not going to. Imp- I'm not gonna come out and say he's gonna Sean have an MVP and season. Yeah. Yes, exactly. So that after this year, he can just move on from him. And I'm sure when Sean took the job, there was that understanding. If yes. if Russ doesn't work this year, we're gonna make it work where we can move on from him. There I'm was not reporting about him. that. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I want to say it was either Tom Pelissero or James Palmer who said like, the, if Russ doesn't play well this year, they might move on. Yeah, mm-hmm. and it's just annoying that. 
like Sean Payton has to position himself like away from Russell Wilson, that sort of thing. He's a great coach and it's totally worth it, but he does have a couple of those flaws where it's like, okay, just give up the ego. Imagine if he approached it like Nikola Jokic would, like not even caring about like blame or anything like that. Just like, nope, we're just going to do the best we can. Like, I'm not going to worry about the politics. And that's maybe that just doesn't work for a coach, but I think it, it does. Is. It absolutely does. It's just whether or not your ego is yeah. playing a role. Um, for Jokic, it's not, you know, he yep. was asked something along the lines of like, what's it like being the best player on the best team? And he's like, I'm only the best player on the team. Sometimes sometimes <laughs> Jamal's the best player. on the yeah. team. Sometimes Mike's the best player on the team. Like, you know, and same thing goes for, uh, the, his defense. He was like, yeah, like my defense is good when the team's defense is good. Mm-hmm. And when the team's defense is bad, my defense is bad, you know? Well, and I mean, you look at teams that win Super Bowls. Sure. Sometimes it is carried by a true MVP, mm-hmm. uh, to the Super Bowl or winning the Super Bowl. Mm-hmm. But a lot of the times, yes, it is Peyton Manning or Tom Brady or Patrick Mahomes or a great quarterback, but in the playoff run, someone else really steps up and takes over too. Yep. I have to say. I'm a little bit befuddled by the idea out there that the Broncos are just going to be a running football team. It sounds so great in theory. Oh, just hand the ball off to the running backs. You know, you can just run mm-hmm. the ball and average five yards a carry and blah, 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 blah. Sean Payton has never done that. No, but he's going to have to adapt to Russell Wilson because he's had Drew Brees. I know, but a, a guy who, like, you know, uh, a guy who passes the ball all the time. Just like me and Madden. I don't just suddenly run the ball every play. If you were... Although I will say I got Nick Chubb in last Madden and then I ran the ball every play. There you go. That, that, I <laughs> that mean, that's exactly true. it, though. That's you what did. Sean Damn, Payton's I'm doing. I'm a great coach. He's, he's going... And so, yeah. So, do you believe Sean Payton's a great coach and adapt? And can adapt? That's one of the things that made, has made Bill Belichick such a good coach is... I guess I should say the, the Patriots when they had Tom was... I think they're the only team in NFL history to have... 50 passing attempts in in a game in a season and 50 rushing attempts in a game in a season. And you have to be able to adapt, whether it's week to week or year to year. And Ryan, Sean Payton is is getting that, quote, Nick Chubb with Javante Williams' running game while taking a massive step backwards in the quarterback play. But maybe it's not a massive step backwards. Here's here's what I'll say. Saying you're going to run the ball is great, but you're down 10-0 in the second quarter and you run the ball on first down and it goes for one yard. Are you actually running the ball in second down? If you are, then that means you're committed to running the ball. When you have spent your whole career chunking up the field by calling passing plays, I don't think you just suddenly become a guy who runs the ball on second and nine down mm-hmm. 10. But, but then what if Russ drops back and throws a pick? Then I think you are coming back and you're down 17-0. I think you're still, I think you're running the ball. Um, well, game's over at that point. And, and pro- <laughs> potentially, it very well could be. Um, and we're really going to see Sean Payton's true confidence in Russ but d- once the season comes around. But we just, it would be so easy for him to give him, give Russ his confidence. Even this offseason when he's been asked, Ryan, he says like, yeah, Russ has picked it up well. Then he goes and talks about the rest of the offense and then finishes off by saying, yeah, Russ is doing well. Well, not mm-hmm. like great, great or man, I'm, I've just been blown away with um, with how he's performed this offseason, especially compared to last year, all that. No, there, there's been none of that. At the I same time, think- there's only so impressive you can be during an OTA. Like, I think, especially as a quarterback, 
Like, you don't think so? I completely disagree. La- uh, la- last there's week, just no pressure or anything? Like, you just get to stand there? Last last week, Sean Payton uh, spoke very highly of Jerry Judy. He spoke very that, highly yeah. of Caden Stearns. Um, so he's he's not taking that approach with everyone. No, he's not saying think, that with everyone. So if he's giving credit to some people, he can give it to everyone if he wanted to. But I just don't think... I mean, quarterbacks... There's only so much you can do. I guess you can uh, not totally throw disagree. interceptions, but at the same time, it's... Like you kind of want to be testing your deep shot and all that stuff. Like I just, as your coach, as a coach though, you you know, like you can see a guy and be like, okay, I, like he's good, or okay, I've got a lot of work to do. I think I'm crossing my fingers that Sean Payton is playing this strategically, where he's going to kind of knock Russ down, knock Russ not down, knock Russ down, and then in like the three weeks leading up to the season, build yeah. Russ up, build Russ up, build Russ up. Yeah, and he's been around enough to know how to handle these situations Uh, and obviously not the quarterback position as much, but he knows how to handle these situations with player personalities and dealing with egos and and dealing with team dynamics. So he he knows how to deal with that. He's not saying bad things about him. I'm not Uh -uh. saying he's knocking him down in that way, but it's like knock him down a peg. Right. You take his office. You do these things that are like, Mm -hmm. Hey, like you're just one of the guys. You're nothing special. Then I'm hoping that right as we get up close to the season, he just starts saying like, "I have the utmost confidence right. in Russell Wilson leading this football team." And then I like that might that's probably yep. the shot of confidence that I'm gonna need. Yep, one hundred percent. So what is this? Where are we drawing the line for Russ to have a season where his critics are eating crow? I certainly think twenty eight touchdowns, nine interceptions does that. Yep. I don't think twenty one touchdowns, ten interceptions does that. No. So somewhere in the middle, right? Or is the bar that twenty eight and nine? What about twenty five to ten? I, I, and it just depends on the other stuff to me. Like, if yeah, he throws yeah, yeah. for 4,200 yards and has 23 and 10, average? then that's great. 3,700. Let's say exactly. Uh, well, let's actually I go a little bit below it. 3,600. I don't think people are eating crow at that point. Like, I just don't think they are. I mean, because okay. you're looking at, like, the number 13, 14 passer in terms of yards. Let's find like, the Like, that's ba- not to the point, you know? Let's find the bar that all three of us... Because for me, 25 to 10... As long as it's like 65-ish percent completions uh, and uh, isn't that what the number was? 64. Yeah, Yeah, 64, 6. So we'll say 64, 3,600, 25 to 10. I think people are eating crow. They're saying, hey, we were wrong about Russell Wilson. He's still got a little bit left in the tank. But... That's just one. Are you are you in on that? I mean, I'm I'm really damn close to that. I'd like mm-hmm. to see it in single digits interceptions okay. because then you're saying pretty much half an interception per game. All right, twenty five to nine. Okay, I'm I'm the I'm there then. You yeah. want to set a yardage? If, if if he can get like four thousand, because if he's throwing for Ooh. less than that, I just thirty nine thirty nine fifty. I don't think anybody's eating crow if, if that's the case. I think they're like, oh yeah, he was fine. I don't, I don't think, think anybody's talking about it. I don't think Russ is throwing for four thousand yards with only twenty five touchdowns, because I think if he's uh, if he's throwing for thirty five hundred really? yards or something, it means they're running the with damn that ball offensive a lot. line though. See, but that's the thing though, is you get down to the goal line, that's where that's where you just trust the line to get it in. So you're and saying that's, that's running the ball? Yeah, but I think between the twenties, you see more passes. But like once you get down there. I think well, I think those running backs steal touchdowns from. Wouldn't thirty nine hundred yards be pretty close to top ten in the league? Um, thirty nine hundred would have been tenth last year. Okay, tenth in passing yards in the league. Yes, over two and a half to one touchdown to interception, sixty four percent completions. I'll tell you what, if he does that, the Broncos won won some football games. Yeah, yeah, double digit win team. Yeah, and that I think that that would make him a pretty average quarterback. And if if he's an average quarterback, I don't think I don't think Skip Bayless is showing up in the morning and saying, hey. We were all wrong about Russell Wilson, you know? Well, 
I think we would be like, oh, he isn't as bad as they said. But well, I don't think anybody's admitting I, it. If he goes for 25 and 9, is that what we said in 4,000? 4,000 yards, 64% completion. It showed that he's not washed. And so people that said he's washed mm. and done would eat crow. Well, he's but saying 4,000, so? he would. He would say that they're eating crow. But I'm saying 3,900, 3,800. For me, it doesn't even have to be that high. To me, oh. it's about the efficiency and quality of play less than it's about the yards. Okay, well then give me 38. Whatever that number is passing-wise. I think if it's 25, 26 touchdowns, nine interceptions, um, people people that weren't certain like we are, I don't think we're eating crow. I think we're saying he turned it around a little bit. Uh, he's not... Turned it around a lot. Yeah, but he's not... You, you don't have a top 10 quarterback. Uh, you don't mm -hmm. have a top 7 quarterback. I think you probably do have a top 10 quarterback. Maybe ten ish. No. Maybe uh, I, mean, I mean, there, there yeah, were a close. lot of guys last year that that did. My phone is not letting me load the sets, but there were a lot of guys yeah. that were right around there. Yeah, like mm -hmm. ten to fifteen guys. Um, and so, but the people that are eating crow, the people that said he's washed because you're not washed doing twenty five and nine, or he's yeah. done, or whatever you said to basically say he can never come back from this season. Would I you? think, I think he needs four thousand. I think he needs twenty nine touchdowns. Jesus. I think less than 10 interceptions for people to actually to actually eat crow to like show up and say I was wrong because that's what eating crow is. It's not just like, hey, we all know this guy kind of screwed up. It's I have to admit that I was wrong about him. Would you guys you see there's an article, a national article that came out today about how Jokic is actually good at defense. <laughs> yeah. It was, yeah, And they got it right, too. I was like, oh, it, it's weird how like every time somebody writes about Nikola, you're just like. Oh, that's that's kind of close. And then it's like, oh, that's even closer. And then this time it's just like, you guys are getting it. That's exactly it. You guys that's exactly what he does. I don't think I'm giving people credit for this now, though. Oh, we're, I'm not giving anyone credit. No. It's just beautiful. From... Like every domino is falling. Yes, yeah. yes, yes, yes. Um, but so with Russ right now, would you sign up for a two to one touchdown to interception ratio? No. If it's like 30 and 15, I could be 10. Okay, yes. Let, let's do, I was thinking 20 and 10. Okay, let's 20 do, and 10. Let's do let's uh, do 34. So two touchdowns per game and 17. So he probably leads the league in picks, but 34 touchdowns. Actually, I just have to think oh. about again, I just want to have fun watching football. That'd be fun. I will take it. Give yeah. me 34 touchdowns. That means I mean they're averaging so that's three touchdowns. Two touchdowns. Two a touchdowns game. a game and then of rushing, probably. Man, that's still so low. Um, again, be, like if he's also be, that would be in the top ten. If he's also throwing for like forty-two hundred yards, then all of a sudden it's it's great. Yeah, throw me a yardage on there. Um, see, I wanted to avoid the yardage four thousand. Yeah, if he's yeah. Throwing, yardage is so important. If he's throwing for, I'm in. Um, because passing touchdowns last year, there were uh, that would have ranked yep. fourth in the NFL in passing touchdowns. He would have only been behind Patrick Mahomes, Josh Allen, and Joe Burrow. Would have been first in interceptions. But, I mean, yep, for what exactly. it's worth, Mahomes 41 and 12. Five more, that's, I mean, it's significant. But Burrow 35 and 12. Allen 35 and 14. You're Geno like Smith 30 and 11. A like, couple more interceptions than those guys? Yeah, I'll yeah. take it. And that's where, like, if you're also completing two-thirds of your passes and picking up 4,200 yards... Who knows? Maybe he's running, too. Like, that could be a great year. Okay, yeah. here we go. Would you take this stat line? 4,500 passing yards. Yes. Okay. 29 <laughs> touchdowns, 14 yeah. picks. Yeah. That's, easy. That's easy. That's Kirk Cousins last year. Yeah, Kirk Cousins yep. was awesome he last was. year. He's just Kirk Cousins. I'm not, I'm not disrespecting him. Um, so, no, I know. I'm just saying, like, the only thing stopping Kirk Cousins from being awesome is the fact that he's Kirk Cousins. Okay, how about this one? Yeah. 
4,700 <laughs> passing, passing yards. I'm probably already in. 25 touchdowns. Uh-huh. 10 interceptions. Yep. I mean, I'm that's, all over that's that. That's Justin Herbert from last year. Yep. Yep. Justin Herbert's completed, really good. The only thing that's holding him back is being a charger. Completing more than 68% of his passes, too. That's pretty crazy. Justin Herbert goes to any other team in the league. MVP. Tell me, so speaking about the 26 to 9 touchdown to interception ratio, the, the 28 to 9, these guys were all right around it last year. Mm-hmm. Tua, Trevor Lawrence, Justin Herbert, Tom Brady, Aaron Rodgers was a little worse than that. Jared Goff, Geno Smith, Joe Burrow, Josh Allen, Patrick Mahomes. Can Russ be in the conversation with those guys? Can be. Yeah. How confident are you, though? Very, very little. Yeah. Again, like, what did I have? I had... So that's essentially top 10. Th- those are kind of the top 10 quarterbacks. Name them again. Uh, Mahomes, Josh Allen, Joe Burrow, Geno Smith, Jared Goff, okay. Aaron Rodgers, Tom Brady, Justin Herbert, Trevor Lawrence, and Tua. Yeah, I mean, the fact that you put Goff and... And Jalen Hurts. Someone else in there makes me think he can be in that conversation for sure. I, I only heard a few, and I was like, yeah, no, not Mahomes and that. Again, like, what Allen I had... Well, I had just like if he plays the exact same as last year, exact same, but you get reasonable health, you get the new offensive line, you get Sean Payton, Tim Patrick, all that stuff. 64%, 39-50, 21 touchdowns, 10 interceptions. So if he plays a little bit better, I mean, I don't think it's crazy for him to be right there. No, you know, I think now I retract my original doubt. That is where he should be. Yep. Should be <laughs> on the back end of that group. So, a top 10 the top 10 quarterback, like number 10. What's crazy is looking at these stats, there's kind of the top 10, at least from last year. Then there's a next 10 with a significant drop-off. We're talking 18 touchdowns, 9 picks. 17 touchdowns, 11 picks. 17 touchdowns, 7 picks. 17 touchdowns, 15 picks. 16 Mm -hmm. touchdowns, 11 picks. That was Russ last season, where the interceptions are the exact same as these other guys, but the touchdowns are cut in half. And so if Russ is in that second tier... People are just going to be saying it was he got the Sean Payton bump and that was it. Yep. Hmm. He can't be in the second tier. No. The Broncos are a losing team if he is. Man. Wait, what are we calling the second tier? Um, 18 touchdowns, eight interceptions. Yeah. It's like the fourth tier in my book. Well, well, but I kind of put it the the first group in the top 10. Okay. Um, You probably include Kirk Cousins in that group. It is probably the fourth tier in terms of. If you tiered off that yeah. top 10, there's probably right, three tiers right, within right. it. Of yeah. course, of course. Um, so, man, I don't know if I'm more encouraged or discouraged by this conversation, seeing how far Russ was off from that last year, but also realizing, like, okay, Jared Goff's of the world have done it. Kirk Cousins does this every year. Uh, he really should be there. And over his career, he's averaged over a decade, averaged 29 touchdowns and nine interceptions. That is just... It, the fact that he's done that for so long, yep. if he gets close to that, we're not saying he has to get that, but if he gets 26 and 10, he's getting close to it, not even there, and you're like, okay, you're taking it. I'm like slowly but surely just trying to erase last season out of my head, like in terms of like specific memories of what it looked like. I just, I can't believe not getting 20 passing touchdowns in a season, not just for us, but like every other quarterback the Broncos have had since Peyton in 2014. Mm-hmm. How have they not got to 20 touchdowns consistent? There's 17 games now. Yeah. That's yeah. One a game slightly over some... one a game. And yeah. they haven't had like a dominant running game. No. No. Like they've invested and in they've been backs, playing but... from behind most of the time. 
Yes. Yeah, it's true. <laughs> yes, exactly. Oh man, it's uh, you know, just being thrown back into the the uh what did Emmanuel Sanders call it? The day the world, world the world oh, of that's suck. Right. You know what? Something is not the world of suck is our friends over at Breckenridge Brewery, the official beer of DNVR. So many good beers over at Breckenridge Brewery. And this week, again, I think today's on the chillier side, like low 70s, I think. Some rain. And then later this week, full strawberry sky season. I mean, 86, I think, this coming Saturday. Mm. So check out our friends over at Breckenridge Brewery. Whether... Yes, you do. Whether you want some beer tonight for the game, whether you want it for the weekend, Breckenridge Beer has it all. And go to breckbeer.com to get it on their beer locator, which not only you can find where you can get Breckenridge beers, but you can find where you can get exact Breckenridge beers. So check them out, breckbrew.com. And uh, head on over to FOCO. Tonight could be a big night for FOCO. I'm not sure how quickly they can release things, but... Uh, as quick as everyone else. Exactly. Yeah, I'm curious. Because they don't do as much with the t-shirts and hats. Like I'm sure all those stores around will here will just that, open. Yeah. They will. Yeah. So there you go. So go to go to Foco and you can grab all that stuff. But more um, would be like commemorative bobbleheads. Exactly. Head. The banners that we've Replicas. got behind. Exactly. Ring. Yeah. I'd imagine they pre-designed some of those so that they can be like, hey, look, I come give them real quick. So, yeah. I would imagine. Yeah. So yep. I know I'm gonna be <laughs> looking tonight. Uh, so uh, you should go look as well because there's so many awesome things there. Um, they're Nuggets themed, that are Broncos themed, that are Buffs or the Rockies or uh, the Avalanche. How is that? I cannot be remembering the Rockies before the Avalanche. That's messed up. Um, but so many Rockies di- two and fourteen in their last sixteen. I think that's in the, the division. division. In the division, okay. And One would that yesterday. be three and fourteen now? Because they did win yesterday. I'm like, I think. No, that was yesterday with that stat. Oh, was it? So then they were 1 and 14 yeah. or whatever. Actually, that does Sheesh. sound right. But I'm pretty How's sure. How's your Padres bet looking? I think they're now up 3 to 2 in the series. Oh, my God. Wait, I but think they've that's only won true. 2. Oh, because in they the played 16. more than. Yeah, so I think they games. won the first two of that series, lost the next me. two. So the Padres haven't played are them again. that much in the dumps. Well, I mean, sure. no, the, that's the thing, though, is like the Padres have been incredible for a few years, but the Rockies have beaten them in the season series. No, but that's like, what I'm saying. This year, that shows how much they're in the dumps. I mean, the Rockies aren't. That much worse this year than they were last year. I'm saying the Padres are that much in the dumps where a terrible Rockies team is 3-2 and two against them. They beat them but, last year, too. But the Padres are actually good. But they're not. They're having a disappointing we'll season. Oh, the, yeah. I wouldn't. Oh, really? They're supposed to be good. Sadly, a guy had a walk-off home run for the Rockies yesterday that I had never heard of until that moment. I wow. heard about him uh, about a week ago. Nice. There you yep. go. Big old flex. <laughs> I heard they call him Nojo. No, mm. that's that sounds like you're making fun of somebody for not having mojo. Oh, <laughs> it's really true. No, um, Joe. Really quick, did you guys see how my Madden game ended last night? No, no. tell me about to it. The AFC Championship. Um, you won. Yes, I did. Yeah, uh, I could tell by your mood today. I was up. Shoot, I can't remember now. I believe I was up mm, eleven. Okay. Yep, I was up eleven with a field goal to make it fourteen. I'm messing this up, but I don't. I missed the field goal. Okay. Which? Oh no! I was. I think it was eight to go up eleven. So I missed the field goal to go up eleven. He gets the ball back, drives all the way down, scores a touchdown, uh, scores the two point conversion, gives it to me. So tie game. Tie game. Thirty five seconds left on my own thirty two yard line. Fourth and three. Go for it! Oh wow! wow. Get it and then what was like, the what was the play call? Fourth and three. Four verts. For, oh. Four verts, but then he backed all his guys off because, like, he 
Damn. I went. I, I a lot of times I go deep in the situations where you think I'm going to go short. Yeah. He's played me so many times. He knew that. He backed everyone off, so then I just a ran a little route. zig route yep. underneath, and he got like so much separation because the corner was like ten yards off. Yep. And so then I dodged that corner, dodged another corner, took it like sixty yards. Oh um, my god! Yeah, that's pretty good. Field goal range. Wow, that is that is brutal. It was what a win. My heart was racing. Who are you Hands playing? Were sweating. Levon. It no, it's coming. Oh, up. will. Yeah. Back to back AFC Championships. Me versus. Wow. <laughs> yeah. Oh man, when's when's the game set for? We don't have a time yet. Got to wait on tonight. See what definitely happens tonight. Definitely not. Definitely not tonight. That's, right, that's right, off right. the table. Right. Got to see what happens tonight, though, to, the, to decide the rest of your schedule. Uh-huh. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I had to play yesterday with a hangover. So. <laughs> also, the Rockies are actually three and four against the Padres. Okay. okay. You're still in there. I mean, definitely still yeah, in it. Yeah. Also, I mentioned before, I have that bet on the Nuggets win the title and also the Rockies win 66 games. <laughs> dumb, 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 dumb bet. They're on pace for 65.28. And you need 66? Yep. <laughs> so it's going to be, I'm going to be sweating out my Rockies bet. Which You're the is only dumb. one that's going to be caring about the Rockies outside of our beat. Bad the guy place with to the be. Lakers Broncos um, yeah. profile picture says, my Padres are <laughs> <laughs> He needs the Padres to move to Los Angeles, follow the Chargers. and. Shouldn't you be a Clippers fan if you're from San Diego? You would think so. Yeah. If you're yeah. a fan old. of one of the LA yeah. teams. Old. Yeah. I was talking so. to a guy at the bar who's a Charger fan from San Diego. And so, wow. yeah. There's, that's well, a, just a rare. So there's a real Chargers fan in real life <laughs> that came to our bar. Uh, with JJ. Oh. One of JJ's friends. Okay. Spanish brother. But yeah, so I was just asking him, like, you still like the Chargers even though they moved? And he was like, yeah, like, I get it. Like, there wasn't much reason to stay. Like, it's not really their fault. I was like, oh, that's sad. Like, you should hate them but they aren't worth hating they can't Except for the fact that san diego is way better than la san diego I mean, is yeah. awesome <laughs> yeah but i think and it's LA too awesome terrible. that's why they don't support a sports team yeah it's like there's too much to do like i mean denver yeah. is pretty yeah, fucking denver. awesome yeah, too we yeah. got for all of them but and i think it's because that that beach life is just like so carefree mm. they can't even care about sports teams it's true mm. you know it also helps that uh no time for sports when the surf is real. yeah yeah mm-hmm. <laughs> it also really helps that denver has actually won championships so you know what winning is like that's and true yeah, that's a good point that's a good point damn no championships for san diego but i they think do they're have... like the eighth biggest city in the united states too really which yeah, is nuts the padres didn't get like a random one. In I don't the know. Or yeah, here's saying no. I'm pretty sure they did it. I think that that was the whole thing behind. Be the be your own ombudsman right now. Yeah, here. Do you know what I that is? What that means. <laughs> Fact checker. Yep. Oh, that's right. <laughs> also, I mean they they've got the Midway and the Zoo, the Maritime Museum. Who is going to go watch the Clippers? Zoo. We have a zoo. We have a zoo. I was right. And I love the zoo. This is You're a top right. ten wow. zoo in the United States, maybe top five. San Diego Zoo is just different level. Like, I mean, it's crazy. That's what everyone says. Oh, that makes sense. The guy who's a Lakers Broncos fan isn't a Clippers fan because the Clippers are bad. Oh, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I, I also love that Alvin shows up every single day, even though we roast him like twice a week. <laughs> <laughs> it's awesome. Yeah. Alvin, no chipmunks. I love it. Um, do we finish that read? Do we give the, the love to Foco? Um, we should say use the code DNVR for 10% off all non. Uh, pre-sale items. This is a long read. I love that we're gonna make Caitlin or whoever's clipping this one go all the way That's through. Oh yeah. yeah, I've. It's honestly a gift because that was a fun it, conversation. I mean, it's a great read for him. Yes. Yeah. So uh, go to Foco. That's uh, 
Poco.com DNVR for 10% off. Shannon, don't don't be uh, bait and hank like that. We, we don't need that. Uh, but we love that, that you're rolling with us. And speaking of all the people rolling with us, the chat's been popping off. Only 38 likes. Hit us with a thumbs up. Yeah. We'd really appreciate it. Also, if you're listening on podcast side, hit us with a five-star review. Again, we really appreciate all of the support. And it's free for you guys to do. So thank you for all of the love and support. Should we jump into the comment section? Yes. Talk to the people. We've got a super chat coming in first. From our friend Vincent Randolph says, any young sleepers so far? Johnson or Batty, maybe? Young, young? Uh, yeah, I mean, you haven't been in practice, so I think... Oh, yeah, I wouldn't know. I think, I think Hung Young's a good one to keep an eye on. Let's go! Yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah. He's, he's the one that you can point to and be like, definitely a sleeper. He's got to be a sleeper still. But um, Beatty's another one who... Beatty. Like, go. he's... I think he makes the roster. But again, like what what can you judge with a running back at this point? Yeah, I, I don't know. Um Agent Zero. Agent Zero as well. Can you name Jonathan who that is? Cooper. Jonathan Cooper. I yeah. Don't, I don't think he can be a sleeper. Maybe he could yeah, be a sleeper for like a big role. Jonathan Cooper. There we go. Yeah, there we and go. He passes the the O test. He does. Yep. Cooper and Ooh, Jonathan. Jon- yes. Which I was watching uh, PFT live on Saturday. Jonathan, weird thing they, to do. It was a weird day to be watching too. They were just like roasting Garrett Bowles. It's like, oh, you want to say we're gonna eat crow? Well, guess what? He sucked. So of course we're gonna say he sucked. And it was just like six minutes of that. Chris Sims was not on. It was the other guy. Chris Sims, I like to think would have pushed back. Worth watching. Yeah, yeah. it yeah. is Love the Chris other Sims. thing. Three things I came away from. They do not like Garrett Bowles. They don't know how to spell Jonathan Cooper on their graphics. And also, uh, whenever Sean Payton weighs in on like a league-wide issue, all the national people are going to talk about it. And so this time it was the the gambling thing with how you teach like the don't gamble stuff. And because somebody asked him about it, whatever Sean Payton says, because he's Sean Payton, they're going to talk about it on the show. Which is kind of crazy. Like nobody cares what Nathaniel Hackett thought nope. about that stuff, and I don't know. Just a strange dynamic. Yeah, that is New. interesting. What did John Payton say about the betting? Um, he said a bunch of stuff. He said that they don't spent. Do it. Good, yeah, good. That stance. was overarching. Yeah. But he said uh, he spent a lot of time talking about it. The league is going to come in, spend time talking about it. Um, the eight-page document that the league gave to the coaches to read and give and read to the players made no sense. Yep. Um, he so, was more confused after reading yep. it than before. Yep. And the other, the big thing was, if you're a teacher and half the class gets a D, then maybe you should reevaluate what you're doing. That is a great, great. Exactly. Point. That yeah. was the I'm best to one. Trying to tell my teachers that for years. <laughs> Again, like it's smart <laughs> stuff no, to say. No, everyone has to be getting D's, right? Not just you. Oh shit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah. I was more like, if I'm getting a bad grade in your class, it's probably a you problem. So you don't want to look bad. Let's bump that grade <laughs> yeah. up. Um, yeah, I mean, first of all, do you know the answer to this? Can they bet each other? Like huh. not. So can Jerry Judy go to Pat Sertan and bet him $1,000 on a college football game? They would be on the same team. Yeah, I mean, Pick it's anybody it's, else. It's under the... I can't think of any other players. <laughs> yeah, well, well, where people are getting caught is, is when, they're, when they're legally betting. And so they're doing it through sports apps. That, that, that's how people are but getting I, caught. I just mm-hmm. want to know if that's allowed. That's a good question. I have no I, idea. I don't because think it would be. Let me just tell you this. In pro sports locker rooms... Tens of thousands of dollars are changing hands every day. Yep. 
Yeah, yeah, but cash, baby. It's yes. not. It's not over the internet. <laughs> yes. Well, they might mm-hmm. be using Venmo, especially these young guys. It's crazy. Well, though. for you know, they could they could say it's for a nice dinner or something. Do you guys have this feeling about cash that I have, where when you have it, it doesn't actually count? Oh, of course. Yeah, it's not yeah. real money. It's Definitely. crazy. Yeah. I forget I have it until I need it, and I'm like, oh, I got cash. Yeah. I'm just like, on the golf course or something. I'm like, oh, I have fifty dollars cash. Like, I'll just buy everyone a drink. It doesn't even count. <laughs> right. Right. Uh, but just, and we all very much enjoy to bet, but we're also not encouraged to do it, but very much allowed to do yeah. it. True. Man, I would I would just totally stay away. If I was a professional player and I know there are times and places you can do it, but geez, just ruining your career like this Colts guy who who just got busted. He's started a couple of games in his career, but the amount that he was betting, I mean his career is probably what? likely over. Well, how much was he betting? It was something we, we only have we don't have details. We just have like you know what I'm talking about? Yeah. Um it's like he was betting on his own team. Oh, he was yeah. betting um uh, very often. On a, a sports Yes. Yep. Yes. But the, the and, and, and and he came out and he owned it. He said, in regards to all these reports, I'm very sorry I let my team down. I own it, and, you know, I'm going to be better moving forward. It's like, you're not going to be in the league moving forward. Was he betting on his team to win? I don't know. They haven't I didn't it. see those I details. would imagine. That's like, again, I have no problem with that. But it's way against the rules. Yes. Obviously, you can't do it. And, that, and that's a great rule. The dumb rule is that you can't make a bet on team property. Yeah, and for I guess, any for any sport. exact, and and maybe you could say like that. Sh- Can you bet should be on a other decent. sports off team property? If you're off team property, but that's why it's dumb. Is like if you're on the sidewalk, you make the bet just fine. As soon as you are on team property, that same bet is a six game suspension. But also, why? but Which also, is just crazy. But also, if you're on the sidewalk outside the facility, the tracking location is probably going to say you're in the. That's why that I'm just saying true. like. I Maybe understand go across the they street could do it, sure. but don't if you're gonna it. do it, yeah, don't just don't don't risk it. Stick to just betting your friends. Yeah. Yes, or if if you want to place a bet, do it in a sports book where mm. it is very clear where you are. Or just go home. And um, I just really they man. need to get rid of that rule. Like you should be allowed to bet. Like it's it's fu- like if you're sitting with a bunch of guys in a locker room, what do also, you think you're gonna talk about? Sports, sports betting is absolutely going to be one of the things most. 20 and 30 year olds are going to do like just, why not it, let them it just is part of the rule though and that's why but that's what i'm saying is they should get rid of that rule they yeah should. i just they they also the nfl to be fair to the nfl with making these harsh of rules and, and dishing out these mm-hmm. harsh of penalties i know people like to get on the nfl and say so hypocritical as you take hundreds of millions mm-hmm. of dollars from these places but you have to maintain yes. the integrity of the game you yep. can't f around with this so exactly. i'm actually okay with all of these intense rules, and Henry, the one that you're saying doesn't really make sense, but maybe they have a reason it makes sense to them, because once there's something where a player has thrown a game, oh man, definitely that will be. You probably have to never. Yeah, they could never accept sports betting money again. Right, right. And, but uh, yeah, and that's where like I totally agree. like that's a good rule for year one, where you say, hey, we're going to let this happen, but. We, we're going to have all these crazy restrictions. I think at this point we see that we don't need that rule. Like, there's just no reason. If somebody wants to bet on the Nuggets tonight while sitting in the locker room, I mean, that that changes nothing. And so that's true. suspending guys, I mean, and that's what almost all of the suspensions have been. Like, you have Calvin Ridley, you have the Colts well, guy. Calvin Ridley bet on football. Exactly. You have Calvin Ridley, you have the Colts guy. Everybody else is just 
six games for doing it on team property. Like, well, that so will come. There's going to be, yeah. I think there's going to be a lot more suspensions coming down Definitely. this summer. And, and I don't let's think hope it's not with the Broncos. Um, <sighs> That's why I changed the rule. Breaking these rules is just so dumb. But, these guys but don't again, need the money. But I, well, and, and sports betting to me isn't even about making money. It's just about having more fun watching the game. But even then, it's just like, how do you break these rules? AD, yeah. because the stakes are so high. Because the teams, the, the league did not make it clear. That's an eight-page pamphlet. The NFLPA put out the survey and said 80% of players didn't even know that that's against the rules yeah, to bet okay. in the locker okay. room. Well, then and that's so, on the NFL. They should honestly revisit that. Exactly. And hopefully the NFLPA could maybe get these suspensions overturned based on the fact mm -hmm. that the education was so poor. And or it's yeah. on the team, though. Definitely. Because the NFL, no matter how confusing a document it is, they give to the team and say, your players need to know then that's on the team. How is it not just a 20 bullets? 10, this is okay. 10, this is not okay. Because you just, mm -hmm. you know how these things are when you get into big I corporations. Know. And it's stupid. I'm not saying that they're right, but that's but just why. Where's like, you know, Nathaniel Hackett with his coach's coach creating a great little prezi? Sean Payton did it. He well, said that he talked for 20 plus minutes about it. Maybe Nathaniel, Hackett, maybe Nathaniel Hackett did that no right. Broncos. No one's suspended so far. Yeah, we'll, we'll touch wood. Should we jump into the comments on the website yep. really quick? Get to a few. Nash Broncos says, what we learned today on DNVR Broncos. Hashtag cancel Hank on how he's doing. Oh, Quote, boy. that's a good question. I hadn't thought about that yet. Oh, yeah. When yeah. I asked Hank how he was doing, he didn't know. Number two, another Hank quote. Quote, I don't live by the days, unquote. Apparently, he doesn't think the rules of the world apply to him. Just like betting. You don't think the if you're a player, rules wouldn't apply to you. I mean, yeah. Oh, it's a Monday. Let's all tweet our gifts about terrible Mondays. Nah, it's just another day. You're fine. And or I'm fine, hard disagree on church being a bad first date. Ooh, See, I, when, I knew when it was going to happen. I said it was going to be a controversial one. Oh. says the first date me and my wife now went on was church slash lunch afterwards. Nope, I'm just going to stop you there. You said church and lunch, church and lunch afterwards. This That's is like double. we talked about yep. with dinner and a movie. Exactly. Dinner and a movie is fine. Just a movie is not okay. Just church when you're sitting there, not allowed to talk to the person next to you. Not a good date for the yep. exact same reasons as a movie. So we also I see what you're saying, Nash, but you broke the rules there. We haven't caught RK up on all the drama. What's the drama? I had to forfeit my final two picks because of oppression. No, nope, he did not have he did not have to forfeit anything. What he, was the draft? Uh it was worst first date places. I I wanted tax Very to specific. go to the taxidermist, which has happened on The Bachelor. Yeah, and I said you cannot, you cannot base dating, real dating life on The Bachelor. I also... So you said it was ineligible to pick that? Yep. Yes. And Yahir agreed. Yep, Yahir agreed. We also had uh, Jake, yep. our guy, dis or agree with us. So, I mean, it was a wait, three wait, to one. What was the um, parameters for picking something? Anything is allowed. It has to be... Funeral a, was allowed. Well, we shouldn't have given that to you. I told you we shouldn't give the that to you. The standards were set. Um, but it was anywhere well, we that a date a has, has really happened. Well, then he definitely should have been able to make that pick. Exactly. I Thank you. And I that's why I had to boycott my last two picks to, to you know, assert my belief of oppression. No, it's actually he uh, he did that because he just he wasn't creative and couldn't come up with two more. Oh, I had plenty more. You just said they weren't allowed. So and you're here agreed. Picks? Don't think you're um, out of this. You're here. I did. I agree. And I'll stick by that agreement because we all got a questionable one. You got a funeral. Nobody's taking the prison. To, like we each got one. That I also had a prison visit. Yeah, exactly. And yeah, I agree see, with you I on mean, that one. I let you have two crazy that's a real ones. One. Yeah. We should, if the, if the line is the line. There's no like, oh, you get one it that's outside the line. It seems honestly like the topic was the problem. That's fair. Why is that the problem? 
Because it, that's a great one. Like, there's two. Where do you draw the line? Is is too ambiguous. But no, that's why we I have also want the delivery people, room, and it's two versus one. Mm. Yeah. So well, you, you know huh. that's how we do things. Like, I would have said, like the bottom of the ocean with no scuba gear. Yeah, but that's never been a date. You never know. <laughs> how can you prove I bet that? it's happened. I bet it's happened. <laughs> um, no, I Strip don't, club was also on my board, but after I forfeited, I couldn't. That was not on your board. You it was on my it board. Up. You never brought it up Oh, once. my goodness. No, you forfeited. You don't. No, no, no. no. Uh -uh. It, it doesn't matter at all. I, I'll give you the benefit of the doubt. It was on your board. Um, doesn't okay. help you in any way. The count has two questions. What will be your Nuggets victory meal and why? Love the count. Wow, I mean, beer is the easy uh, it'll answer. It'll be your liquid, liquid oh, meal. I, I want a real meal. Do they give you a meal in jail? Yes. Because that would probably be the one. <laughs> wow. It's, I, I mean, this is one of those days. If I climb a street pole, if I, if ooh, there are no street signs. There's no like Jamal Street. There's no. Not yet. Yeah, they not don't even yet. have like the Fifteenth Street because that's just Colfax. You so know, I guess I'm not stealing one of those. You know what there is, though? Speaking of streets. Illegal Pete's. There is, no. <laughs> there is a new street in town. Oh, mm, it's yep. called the 2023 Compete Street. Compete Street, yeah. That and is it true. is a street sign that I imagine by the direction of Sean Payton has been placed outside of the Broncos locker room on the way out. It's just outside on the way to the practice fields. What do you think of Compete Street? I think that football coaches are so lame. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, it's, it's, it's corny. <laughs> it's so corny. <laughs> yeah. And I mean, it is a real street sign that is dug into the ground oh, that yeah. is not going anywhere. Yep. This, yeah, this reminds thing. me of like my uh, suburban science teacher making a rap about all the elements and trying to be really cool about wow. it. Wow. That's but see, that's trying to, that, that's trying to relate <laughs> to the people she's teaching. I don't think any of these guys see Compete Street and they're like, damn, dude, I'm extra fired up to go, to go and compete now. The thing is, like, I, no. I just, I don't know. If, if I had the chance to write, like, a story on, like, how Compete Street came to be, I would love that. But I know I'm not getting, like, 10 minutes alone with Sean Payton to talk about. And if I did, that'd probably be a waste of those 10 minutes. But I am curious. We're like, I don't I, think I'm sure it's. I don't think there's a good story mm -hmm. behind it. But I, I want to know what the story is. Story I'm, is they rhyme, and <laughs> it sounds good. And so he wants the guys to think about competing as they go onto the field. But I'm sure, like, like compete street, level street of rhymes. Yeah, compete, eat, eat, compete, street. Yes, the syllables don't so, matter. Yeah. Just the last <laughs> syllable is yeah, the same. For it to rhyme, it doesn't have to be spelled the same. See, meaning. I didn't even like, put that together when I saw compete street. Oh but God. I'm sure there's, like. <laughs> In a meeting or something, I'm sure he's talked about it. Like, there's no way he just put it up there and it's never been addressed. And I'm I, De there's definitely you a think way. so. I, there might be a story that would but just I, be so weird. I just think football coaches, most yeah. football coaches, when they take over a building, one of the first things they do put is they the go names, put up. They, they do they do little mm -hmm. quotes and not even quotes like phrases, mm. two to three like phrases what? that they put. Oh my gosh, all around. What is one? The for building. example. Um, well, I mean, just one that uh, that we've seen players wear this year mm -hmm. uh, is what is it called? What's the one? The shirts they've been wearing. Um, oh, it is bad. I can't remember. It it's, has, uh, it's the graphic. It's uncommon. 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 Yes, that's so, one right there. So there you go. Which that definitely comes from Bill Parcells because Mike McIntyre mm -hmm. also used that one. Okay. So with uncommon, <laughs> do you think that Sean Payton has explained that in a meeting or yes. talked? Use that yes. exactly. And I'm sure Compete Street's the same way. 
I, I, I don't think that, like, just because there's a s loose story behind it doesn't mean that it's, like, better. Oh, I'm not saying it's good at all. It's probably terrible. I'm just curious what it is. This is just what why. This is just what football coaches do. It's what football it coaches is. do. And it's, it's what all of them do. Um, I will say, it is, like, I do think it's important to pick a few messages and, like, hammer them in mm -hmm. as, like, this is what we're about. And so that's weird that it's Compete Street. Well, Compete Street, I think he just yeah, says, like, that's weird. our address is on Compete Street. Yes. It's 2023 Compete Street. When we Street. come to work, yeah. we're at Compete Street. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah. Oh, no, You're sending a package here, send it to 2023 <laughs> Sean Payton's just such a good salesman. I want, him, I want to hear him sell it. And the Count with a final question today says, does the Visor like to call Flea Flickers love the Count? I can't, uh, definitely can't comment on that one from what we've seen. <laughs> Wow. This week. Well, I haven't mm. seen anything. So I'll say uh, yes, he does. Okay. I He's, I would imagine, not from seeing what we've seen or haven't seen, <laughs> but I imagine he's going to like some trickery. Oh, yeah. He ran I mean, the fullback creative. option. Mm -hmm. Yes, he did. And it was sick. Yes, successful. Yeah. Yep. So uh, everyone that got yeah. on Nathaniel Hackett, it was maybe the execution, the time of the play call. Not actually he's the play run call it like itself. four or five times. Yeah, yeah. And it's worked every time. Yep. Nathaniel Hackett over one. Tough. I mean, compete, speaking of Nathaniel Hackett, a lot of comments, I believe Ryan Green tweeted out Compete Street, a lot of the comments were like, man, this gives Nathaniel Hackett vibes. And that's the thing. That's true. All football coaches do the same things. If you win, they look cool. If you lose, <laughs> yeah. they look dumb as hell. Yeah, exactly. I mean, weren't the 2015 Broncos uh, iron sharpens iron? Yeah. Mm -hmm. Like, And it looks cool now because they won, but like, if it didn't... And it probably like, like the 2011 Lions were also... Iron, yeah, which is fine. It just didn't make it into like a fluffy column about Demarcus Ware giving yeah. a speech in front of the team because they didn't mm -hmm. have any moments. Right. And th yeah. and then that's my frustration with the Nuggets with bring it in is that there's been whatever like every NHL team, every NBA team, every NFL team, probably baseball too, but nobody watches. They all have their dumb playoff sayings, uh -huh. which means there's like thirty of those a year, and so those start what 10, 15 years ago. So now, like, the top 300 to 500 sayings are just not allowed, so you have to go bring it in. Repeat them. It's fine to repeat one if it's a good one. That doesn't mean you have to do something stupid. Bring back Iron Sharpens Iron. I don't, bring know. It in, I don't um, know why you need a saying. Why I do agree. you have to have a saying? I wouldn't a have a saying. It's a hashtag it's, for social. It's marketing. But exactly. why, why, do you, why can't it just be hashtag Nuggets Nation? And then you get the little emoji that goes with it, too. Because uh, it's hashtag Mile High City, not Mile High Basketball. It, see, that, that would be sick. Just put Mile just, High Basketball in it's there. It's money. Yeah. If the if the if the phrase hits, then you can sell shit with it on it. Yeah. This one just in. didn't end up hitting, but like um, the Avs did it. What? Uh, find a way. Which was fine. Then guess what? After they win the cup, they get to sell shit that says "found a way," and a bunch of people buy it. Yeah. Brought I, it I in. just personally don't like those shirts. That actually I, works. Yeah. Brought it I in works. Know. But I. That's not the shirt I'm buying. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. You might not like it, but people do. People bought it. Uh, oh, I'm sure. Yeah. I'm sure. Yeah. I'm sure. But just have some pride. To not say bring it in. Bring it in. That's what Coach Malone says at the end of every uh, speech. Yeah. Awesome. I mean, because just imagine like, if Russ was and, good and how last how many other year. coaches? <laughs> just imagine if Russ was good last year. Let's ride, let's ride baby. Let's ride. How many times do you think Russ said bring it in last By year? By the way, speaking of let's ride, today, the anniversary of when the GIF when the clip came out of Russ saying, let's one? ride, oh, let's ride. No, the, the one where he would, it really took off oh, the, no. the behind the scenes when the Broncos did their media day. The Broncos today is media day.
for the Broncos. Broncos social media did Russ so dirty. So unbelievably bad. Yeah. So dirty. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because Let's Ride was definitely a thing, but that's when it exploded on a national level was when that video came out. Yeah, because he looked so unenthusiastic. Yep. And it was so awkward. And there was literally a green screen behind him yep. that was the green screen because it was a, a taken from like the side. It wasn't actually taken from like the right camera. Right, right. Yeah. And it so was, it was like, wait, the green screen is just kind of a great emblematic thing to show how, you know, kind of fake and cheesy this is. Yes. It was so bad. And then it became a meme. Yep. Yep. Every player in the country did something. One on year it. ago. Doesn't it feel like it's been so much longer? Yeah, it does. <laughs> Ten years. That Jeez, does. It was like nice out when I got here. It was. Isn't it? We've gotten to the point where we need whatever the opposite. We could really use the opposite of moisture. Ah, yes. Dryness. It just doesn't sound good. We could <laughs> really use the dryness. Henry's banging the table for a drought. It's no. actually not true, though. Really? That we need that? Yeah. Yeah, we probably for sure need Just more moisture. Water really? is yeah. a good thing to water have. Water is good. I don't know. Um, Watch you know the else soil. Good? It'll uproot. What's good? The buffs. Should we should we get to the buff show? Let's get to the buff yeah. show. Yeah. All right. Oh. We'll see you tomorrow. Not exactly sure what time because Broncos have mandatory minicamp, so stay tuned. Huge to weekend for at DNVR underscore Broncos. I'm excited to find out why yeah. on this podcast. Uh, at underscore Broncos. And then, of course, subscribe to YouTube. Turn on those alerts and you know exactly when we're going live. See you guys. <laughs>